Hallelujah. I want to minister a short word on worship. It's not a very long word, but I just feel that uh, we were supposed to do something else, me and Mike, for the next few weeks, but the Lord told me to minister on worship. And uh, so I need to do that this morning and be obedient to what the Lord's saying. Amen. And I want to talk about why worship matters. Why it matters. Why we do it. Amen. Why do we worship? So, Father, I thank you this morning for everything that we have going on this morning. Lord, I know you're working and your presence is here. Father God, I thank you for all that are here this morning. I ask that the hearts and ears and minds be receptive, the spirits be receptive to the word that's ministered, even though it's a short word. It would just resonate in each and every spirit and heart this morning. And Father, we thank you. Use these lips to minister this word that you have given me. In Jesus' name, amen. Revelation 4.8, two scriptures, and it says, The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within, and they do not rest day or night. Everybody say what they were saying. Let's go. Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Psalm 19, 1. The heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament shows his handiwork. You know, when the subject is worship, how many know the stakes are high? When the subject is worship, the stakes and everything that we do is high. It's a, something that we really need to do. Well, why? Because worship is what God is all about. He's all about worship. And worship should matter to us simply because it matters to God. If it matters to God, it should matter to us, simply put. And worship matters to God because... He knows that he's worthy. God knows that he is worthy of worship. Now, I know that doesn't sound too persuasive in our me-centered culture. But it is true. It is true. God knows he's worthy of worship. You see, worship does not begin with us. Come on, saints, it doesn't begin with us. Worship begins and ends with God. It begins and it ends with God. And God is worthy of all praise 
from all people for all time. God is the center of everything that exists. He is the center of everything. He's above all the little gods of the earth. He alone is the creator. He alone is the sustainer. He alone is the originator. Come on. He alone is the life giver and he is the beauty maker. He alone. That's why every glimpse into God's presence throughout the pages of his word affirms that God dwells in endless praise. In endless praise and worship. Notice that the angel uh, in the host of Revelation, the angel host in Revelation that we just read, is never, ever ceasing to say. It goes on and on, 24-7, come on. It goes on and on, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, who was and is and is to come. On and on, the angels are singing that. They never stop. Day and night, they proclaim Him as the central in all creations. Without pause, without stopping. Come on, somebody. They are constantly affirming His infinite worth. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our worship. How many know the same is true of the skies that are surrounding us? Because the psalmist writes, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of his hands. Come on. Why? Because that's what these starry hosts were created to do. That's what they were created to do, saints. Day after day, they echo back to God and shout at the top of their lungs to anyone else who's, who's paying attention that he is huge. The the skies with the stars, day and night, say, God is huge. God is glorious. God is limitless. Come on, God is worthy of my praise and my worship. Come on, even the skies, even the stars are worshiping and praising God. Day in and day out. They are affirming That the one who imagined their shapes, the one who said, I'm going to shape the skies, he imagined their shapes and their sizes is beyond our wildest imagination. And you don't want to know what's really, really wild? Let me tell you what's really wild. This massive, great God who has never known any shortage of worship wants to be worshipped by you and me right now. 
That is amazing to me. He wants to be worshipped by you and me right now. How many of us not that he needs it? He doesn't need any more worship to be worthy. God can't be more worthy than he already is and always has been. It's not that God, come on, needs our worship. It's that he wants it. He doesn't need it, but he wants it. He's not saying, oh, he wants worship. He wants it because he deserves it. Come on. He deserves our worship. He commands it. Because to do so is the most loving thing he can possibly, possibly do. Because God knows who he is. He knows what he's worth. Come on. God knows what he's worth. And he knows the best thing he can give us is himself. It's himself. So you know what, saints? In calling us to praise him and to praise him above all else, God is both gaining the prize that is rightfully his alone, and he's causing us to gain the greatest treasure we will ever know. Saints, how many know God is not an egotist? He's not looking for more than he deserves from us. He is God. Choosing in worship to reward us with himself. So let's praise him. Let's thank him that, he's, that he wants to come. Give him all the worship and all the praise this morning. Saints, do not waste your worship. Do not waste it. Worship should matter to you because you are and always will be a worshiper. How many know you are a worshiper? Everybody is a worshiper. Everybody worships something. See, it's, it's what you do. You can't help it. You can't help but worship. It's what we do every day. It's what you do. You can't stop it, and you cannot live without it. But you can choose where you invest it. See, because we'll worship anything, but we have to choose where we're going to invest that worship. You can choose to make your worship count, for today, 
and eternity. You can choose. We are created to worship. You and I were created to worship. That's why you and I are going to spend our lives declaring the worth of something. You could declare the worth of your job. You could declare the worth of your husband. He's the greatest thing in the world. You could declare the worth of your wife, who's the greatest woman in the world. Your children, who are the Come on. You are going to worship something. You may worship that new car, that wonderful job, that good 72-inch TV you may have. I don't know. But you will worship something. We all worship our children. Some put them a lot higher than they're supposed to be, but they... Come on, we all worship something. Amen? And as a result of worshiping, we've got to make sure the thing we declare to be of greatest value is really worthy in the long run. Is it really worthy in the long run? Now for me, I've got to keep making sure that what matters most matters most to me. And the same is true for each and every one of us here. It's important and it's imperative that you find an object worthy of your affection. 